If you're not ready to catch these spoilers, don't be listening. Nah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, everybody, we're back and better than ever. We're coming to you super fast. The turnaround is really quick on this one. You've got the best podcast in the 815. This is Beyond the Cube. I am Bob, and with me tonight, you guys always know, is Vince. Vince, say hello. What's up? Yes. I know we got someone else. I'm sorry. I'm just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> still, We're still reeling, so, you know uh Very trying true. to get i mean i don't know i'm starting to come to terms with everything that's going on so you know you know how yeah. it is uh, it, it, i do believe we have another guest here too though you know very true yes very true it, you know this is uh we are gonna jump right in and get into uh episode five of game of thrones and of course we couldn't do it without the lovely leah our game of thrones <laughs> resident series expert <laughs> Leah, say hello to the crowd out there, to you, the, the millions of fans you have out there. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> All right. So, episode five, it happened. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, like I said, we're going to jump right into this, you guys. Um, episode five. Oh, spoiler so- alert. We're totally oh, yeah. talking about, <laughs> about this episode. You know what? We'll record something after and we'll pop it in here in the beginning. Don't worry. We'll make this happen. So... <laughs> you guys so um okay reactions leah you want to go ahead and go first i can um i have to be a hundred percent honest i i was a little underwhelmed by this week's episode i mean obviously there there was a lot of of big things that that happened I guess the whole episode was a big thing, but there was a lot of little things or deaths that weren't quite as epic as I had hoped that they would, they would be. So I think that's why I'm a little underwhelmed. Um, But I feel like it's going in true show format. I mean, it's, 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 it's adhering to the show, not the story. So I'll just get over it. (laughs) And I I could kind of see where you would say that. Um, Vince, after watching the show, what do you uh, what's your what's your take on it? So uh, initially, I was angry. I was like, really? I was like, this is how they're going to do us. And then after kind of like, like I said, just getting time to kind of like go over it. I'm like, well, I was like, this is George R. R. Martin's world. And yeah, this kind of is right in the vein of what he would do, you know, Um I think now, though, it, it almost sounded like the show is in the hands of the showrunners and like the mm-hmm. producers, though. Yeah. So and it's basically they were just given plot points and it's like, OK, you have to hit on this plot point. You have to do this. You have to do this. And so I don't know if this was part of their plot points or not. You know, like, again, it's like they were just given it. It's like, I don't even know if they were you know, if they followed that, you know, or if they thought that this might be kind of better, you know, but uh, in true like George R. R. Martin style, I feel like uh, they definitely handled that. I don't know the way the way I think that it's going to be close to the books, you know, um, yeah. if it well, does come it, down it to this. Be, 
with me saying that I'm underwhelmed, I mean, there's still, there were still some, I mean, there were still some pretty, um, you know, epic things. I feel like that. Oh that yeah. Happened. You know, and, the, and there was, um, it, yeah, it wasn't just horrible, but I just really expected a little bit more, um, with this episode and I don't know. I, I feel what you're saying though totally. I really feel like it is it's more the producer's story than uh -huh. it is the story story. So and I get a little bit butt hurt when it comes to that. So <laughs> Well, I so I actually went into this episode with uh really I went in kind of not not with really high expectations, you know. Cause Same. I had already I had already looked at it and I was like, you know, I was like, okay, I was like they the they really didn't hype it up. So, I mean, I was one of those things where it's like, okay, it's like this battle is definitely going to start at least, you know, but I was like, it might end like it might end on a cliffhanger, like in the middle of battle or like maybe three quarters through the battle. And then next week for like 30 minutes or 45 minutes, maybe they wrap up the battle and then it's kind of like, you know, tie up whatever story ends there were. But, uh, when it was like, the first 30 minutes was the setup. The second 30 minutes was the initial battle, you know, and then the last 30 minutes was just all hell breaking loose. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I was like, I did not see this at all. I was like, I was, I mean, I was, again, like I said, in the beginning, I was kind of like, I was like, really? I was like, why would you do that? And then as I kind of got time to kind of like read over and kind of like think about it, I'm like, I'm like, that's exactly what the story arc is like pushing towards, you know? And, uh, and of course it's like, so when back when she was not on Westeros, like she basically did the same thing, but it was only to the people who stood in her way, you know? And now it's like, right. you kind of get to see how, so before you really didn't see a level of like crazy, you saw a level of, you know, it's like, I'm going to do what's necessary. And this was just another thing that she had deemed necessary, you know, to get like what she wanted. Of course, now I don't even know, like, I don't even know if the throne room has survived. You know, right. that's one of the questions. And I mean, they're they're going to have to really rebuild if that's where she's going to be staying. Really going to have to rebuild it. And they're also going to really have to repopulate it, too. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe on the side note of that, maybe she is planning on um, staying at Dragonstone, though. That's possible too. Yeah, because well, that um, wasn't Dragonstone like the one of the original places that um, the Targaryens built. Let me look that up here real quick. Uh, I think but, it um, is. I think I think the Targaryens built Dra Dragonstone. So maybe she wants to move the Iron Throne altogether, just destroy oh. the Red Keep. <laughs> that could be too. I mean, just because of how, like, where, I don't know. I guess maybe she saw that as something where, and again, it's like really when she talks, she only talked about sitting on the Iron Throne. She didn't really talk about you know being where? in King's Landing, you know. So, I I'm gonna tell you guys about my take on it. So out of out of the whole entire season that we've had so far, this by far was the best episode. 
which is crazy. You mm-hmm. know, um, I think that that the Battle of Winterfell had so much promise and stuff leading up to it that, like, I mean, it fell really short. And, and it, this isn't really a snub at, at the Battle of Winterfell for me personally, but um, because there was still, to me, there was still a lot of really cool things that happened in that episode. But, um, uh, I mean, we, we had a lot of stuff that happened in this episode, too, as well. So, like, so just just from the beginning, like, you have, you know, Danny kind of figuring out that, you know, that that Tyrion's, you know, kind of spreading it out that that John is the rightful heir and stuff. And she's just completely mad about that, um, which, you know, that which leads to various um, various execution. Which so, was one of the best parts of the episode to me, which, and that, and I think that was really the. I think maybe that's another reason why I was mad because, like, the one of the best parts happened at the beginning. Like that, that whole scene, his execution couldn't have went any greater to me. I think that was a great execution. I, I, I mm-hmm. honestly, you know, for various, I really kind of, I was hoping that he would get like the Peter Baelish like style type, like getting called out, honestly, <laughs> um, is really kind of what I was really hoping for. Um, I, you know, with, I mean, even though, and, and with the whole, like just, you know, the Dracarys and stuff, which by the way, you don't know this yet, but um, Dracarys has been a thing that Vince has been using whenever people want him to do <laughs> immediate work right away. He just says Dracarys. He just says Dracarys. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we're making, we're making it a thing. Me and uh, Christian, we're definitely yep. making this a thing because there's a few. Yeah. <laughs> well, to, to touch back to what you were just saying about, you know, like him getting called out. I don't think Varys deserved a calling out and I don't think it would have been any kind of call out because, I mean, he has said from day one, he is going to do what's best from the realm. And, mm-hmm. you know, and he, I mean, he is the first one to admit how many Kings rules he's been under and, you know, and, and everything that he's done differently. And, and he's committed treason more than one time. Um, yeah. So I don't really think there really would have been a come to Jesus meeting with Varys. I mean, it was <laughs> just, it is, it is what it is with him. That's why I think I, I really liked the way the execution went down. I mean, it was just plain and simple and lovely. <laughs> oh yeah. And well, the thing is, is like, so, I mean, honestly, like uh, both of them were true to their word because mm-hmm. Varys had, Varys had told, uh, what was it? Varys had told Danny. It's like, if I ever think you're doing wrong by the people, I will tell you to your face, mm-hmm. which he did, you know? And then she had in turn said, if you ever betray me, I will burn you, which she did, you know? Yeah. That's very true. So, yeah. Nicely done, yeah. Vince. I know, right? <laughs> so well, I've, I've been watching quite a few of the uh, analysis videos on, not so much <laughs> this episode, but previous ones, you know, and like lead-ins to them. Yeah. So, but, uh, Yep. Well, so so okay, so pretty much from Varys's execution, um, I have a bunch of other little notes uh, written down about um, you know Tyrion uh, running in and um, and helping Jaime escape. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, from there, you know, we see Arya and the Hound uh, enter King's Landing. You know, they're they're starting to go through while the crowd is kind of dispersing out and stuff, um, and, and then basically. You know, from there at that point is where you see um, Danny come in with with uh, with the dragon and just taking out the whole entire fleet, which to me, mm-hmm. like, OK, so I felt two different ways about this. 
um, you know, I've all, I kind of thought that like, okay, so there's no way that you make any sort of like automatic, like dragon arrow, like killer machine thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I mean, like you shoot one thing and I mean, like it should literally take you like maybe what, like, like 25, 30 minutes to reload it and get it to enough tension where it shoots off again. You got like mm. one shot is what I was thinking the whole entire time. So the fact that like, Danny is just diving in and out through this whole, like the naval fleet and just destroying everything to me was just awesome. And I was like, you know, we really could have done this from the jump, honestly, really too. Um, but, uh, um, but just, you know, and, and the other part about it too, uh, which really kind of was crazy um, was just the amount of devastation, you know, um, this is kind of skipping a little bit ahead, but um, you know, um, the amount of, of of just devastation and destruction that came to King's Landing was was unreal. Hmm. Um, which, like during the Cleggan Bowl, you know, you're seeing the the buildings just falling apart. Um, also, I, I guess along with that too, you know, seeing um, Xerxes, you know, she she was holding steadfast the whole entire time, wasn't budging mm-hmm. even after the Meister was like, "We really need to go. We really need to go." She was like, no. And then finally it got to the point where he was just like, yeah, we got to get going. Yeah, and um, he yeah. didn't do anything but stand there. Right. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. But my whole point was, is that like when, when she was saying something to the mountain about, about, you know, uh, defending her against, you know, the hound. Well, the mountain knew that, that he wasn't there for her. You know, he was there to, to, to take out his brother. And mm-hmm. um, that, that fight, you know, was, was, was pretty amazing, honestly. Um, you know, I, I was thinking about it. And we, I had a discussion with Christian actually today and um, I know how the fight looked on my TV. Um, I can't imagine watching that fight on 4k, like a 4k TV, dude, that, that <laughs> had to be just amazing, honestly. Um, but, uh, um, but yeah, rip mountain, rip pound. Um, yeah. For a lot. Because you, we skipped <laughs> over the Aria part, and I, I, I want to bring up the Aria part because, and, and I think this is where, where my feelings of um, underwhelmingness really played into effect. I did not see Aria backing away from Cersei, even when she walked away. I just assumed we were going to have another surprise. Night King moment or something, not necessarily mm-hmm. the same aspect, <laughs> but I, I mean, Arya has went this entire show, this entire show <laughs> with Cersei on her list, and I, I got you know the list really hasn't been addressed in a long time, but the mm-hmm. fact that she was there, I really was bothered by the fact that she <laughs> turned tail to leave King's Landing. And be safe. That's not Arya to me. Arya is <coughs> not the one that's going to go off to be safe. So yeah, and- I, was, I think I was a little weirded <laughs> out by that. And and then and then to make matters worse, you just have her getting knocked out and waking up, running, getting knocked out, waking up and running. I didn't quite care for that either. No, and so I mean, this is another thing where it's like, okay, it's like they don't have the books, like they don't have the writing to back the characters and to kind of give a guideline on how the like development should be for these characters. 
So especially with Arya, like, I don't know, the way I was kind of even viewing it was, I was kind of like, well, I was like, so now, um, like, the Hound is kind of, like, starting to get through her, or to her, you know? Because it's like, uh, before, where it's like, she was, like, in the beginning, she was just acting like a silly girl, especially when he was, like, kind of, like, leading her along, trying to turn her over somewhere, you know? And, like, her, like, even walking away from him when he was, like, you know, when she's, like, or left him to die, you know? It's like, I felt like that was, I don't know, that's almost kind of like another turning point because it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, it's like she had been with him for so long where it's like, it's almost like she probably won't survive on her own without him. And then she goes off on her own. Well, and now she's been on her own for so long. And then now that she kind of like reconnected with him, and he, I mean, he actually had some words of wisdom this time, you know? So, where he was saying, he's like, you know, I made my choice a long time ago. And basically saying, it's like, you don't have to, you don't have to die here and you don't have to die today. So, I don't know if that was, I don't know. It was, I bet it was definitely a weird scene. Even though he's saying that, Arya, you know, I, I just still don't see Arya feeding into that. It, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I felt weird about it. It just didn't feel right to mm-hmm. me. I think is really what it boils down to is it really just didn't feel right because also Arya is not someone that leaves things undone or mm-hmm. leaves things for someone else to do. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that it wasn't necessarily like Arya running to, you know, Okay, so she was going into King's Landing with a purpose, but you have like this dragon that is completely demolishing everything. So it's either stand there and die or like run to like, you know, I mean, I don't feel like she was running town. The only time where I felt like she was actually leaving town was at the end when she she woke up, rose from the ashes, found, you know, there was a happened to be a horse that was right there. She got mm-hmm. on the horse and rode out. She um, was running from the time that her and the mountain split ways to me because I, I mean, or when she turned around to let leave, you know, she was basically leaving. Well, I mean, she did try to like help some people out of the city too, you know, but I mean, that was all, I don't know, like it, I was kind of wondering what exactly they were showing with that, you know, because it's like, well, so she's trying to help and she's, you know, connected with this one person, you know, and in the end, it's like that person was, you know, ended up dying anyway, where it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, it's like, so does that mean like, like anything Arya could have tried to do was going to be a failure, you know, at that time? So I don't know. And, and what's kind of crazy too is it's like, so, like she had talked about, you know, like getting into King's Landing, like through the catacombs and everything. Well, then it was weird because when she was leaving the catacombs or when she was leaving it was right around the same time that like uh, Cersei and Jamie would be kind of going through it. You know, like she she almost had to have run into Jamie in that catacomb, you know, when like one's going one way and the other's going the other way. So True. I don't know. That was that was a little weird too. I was like, I was like, how did how did that not come up or how did that not show up at all? So I don't know. But um yeah, so she safely made it out. Uh Jamie and Cersei. I'm kind of hoping that they made it out too. 
Uh, but you know my you know my allegiance, House Lannister. So <laughs> yeah. I I'm waiting. I'm gonna be patiently waiting the scene in the next episode where they're just chilling on some farmland. You know, <laughs> that's right. That's my uh, bold prediction for the next time. <laughs> well, so that let's I I did kind of bounce all over the place. I got excited talking about the Clegan Bull and Arya mm-hmm. and whatnot, but so. So let's not forget that, like, so Jamie comes in to King's Landing and he's taking Tyrion's advice and he's going through that that back way where the, the little boat's at. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he's starting to come through that way, who does he happen to run into? He happens mm-hmm. to run into to Euron. New main. And he's like, all right, Kingslayer, yep. go ahead and take me out, homie. Let's see what <laughs> you got. And that, honestly, that was a really good fight. That, that was, was that was that was pretty solid. Yeah. Um, an older aging Jamie against Huron. Um, um, it Jamie took some. He got stabbed twice in the side. Um, yep. I for a second, I I, I didn't want to believe that Jamie was gone because you see, I, I feel like there's some things I've seen in trailers that I don't feel like I've seen yet <laughs> from like when the <laughs> season started. Um, which could totally be false, whatever. But um, I was like, dude, there's no way. There's no way it's right now. Um, and um, for a second there, I kind of thought that, man, this this could be it, man. This this could be the end of, of Jamie Lannister, the Kingslayer. And mm-hmm. um, sure enough, he, he musters the strength and takes care of Euron. Um, and... Yeah. Uh, you know, proceeds to go up and runs into James, uh, runs into Cersei. Like how you said, like, I mean, you know, um, that, that was, I don't know, man. It was, it was as much as I <laughs> dislike the Lannisters, um, as much as, you know, um, the whole Jamie and Cersei relationship, how odd and strange it is. Um, it, to me, it was, I guess you could almost, I mean, I guess it's romantic to me, you know, that, that, you know, their whole world is just crumbling around them. And, you know, what is it that they say? Oh my gosh, I have it written down. Hold on. (laughs) They say nothing matters but us. And I, like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't stake claim to Lannisters at all. I, I, I'm not a Lannister, but, um, (laughs) That whole scene was was pretty cool, honestly. Um, I hope I'm then, really hoping that it's not like, you know, the finale of of Jamie and Cersei. I really, I'm hoping that. I mean, I feel like they find a way to escape or something. And then, um, I just, uh, I'd be saddened if that's just how it is. How it I ends feel like them. that that very well could be the end. I mean, that's how, I, you know, like I could just like you said. I mean, with the whole romantic part of it i mean of course it's hard to call it romantic because it's brother and sister but at the same time like you know the last thing he said to brianne you know one of the last things was is you know he said she's hateful and so am i and you know i kind of wonder looking back if that wasn't just a reminder of who he really was you know we all gave him this great you know these great props for being such a, you know, the character development and the arc mm-hmm. that the character has is just insane. But when it comes down to it, he is still the guy 
that pushed Brienne out the window. So he left <laughs> Brienne there crying and he went to Cersei and King's Landing fell upon them arm in arm. There really isn't it there to me that's a great way for them to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean uh how's that Lannister ruler looking now, huh? <laughs> I gotta say <laughs> so well and, no. and so Danny told Tyrion if she did it one more time or if he you know crossed her one more time that would or let her down that that would be um it for him and he let Jamie go so I, you know his his days are pretty number two especially since she's definitely going into her mad queen role and burn all the city, yeah. burn them all, burn them all. Tyrion should be next on the list, I would think. Man. So, so we, I, I know ahead. we had kind of talked about that too. And uh, so the trailer, like, I mean, this is kind of jumping ahead too, because, well, the trailer for next week, you know, how it only showed like, what was it, like 10 seconds or something? It was like very short. Well, then thinking about the people that they uh, featured in the ash of the city, was Tyrion, was Jon Snow, and was uh, Davos. And then the two that were featured outside of that ashy city, which was like Danny and Grey Worm, you know? I'm like, yeah. well, I was like, I was like, well, I was like, there have been, so according to her, like, you know, Jon Snow betrayed her. So that would be one. Tyrion had also now betrayed her again. And then Davos was a, uh, was basically a co-conspirator, you know, like helped get him out. So, I mean, those three featured in like the city of Ash. Uh, that's what made me kind of think it's like, oh, it's like, I think those three are probably going to be doomed for this upcoming episode. And right. it's almost one of those things where it's like, okay, I don't think that these two sides can coexist of like, uh, John Davos and Tyrion. And then the other side being uh gray worm and Danny. You know, I was like, this is almost like one of those Harry Potter things, like for the one to survive, the other one cannot live kind of thing, you know? So I don't know. We're going to see how uh, that all, how that all shakes out. And I mean, knowing how John like and actually like, yeah, since John basically found out, you know, that he was a Targaryen and then how he's kind of been like. Not so much shunning Danny, you know, but like just kind of like shutting her down, like every chance that they get, um, you know. You could tell like, on his face he didn't like what Danny was doing. Oh no way! Sure, exactly. Well, yeah, with with him trying to draw back the troops and trying to stop and everything. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's it's mm -hmm. it's definitely you know coming to a head where you're. I, I feel you're right, Vince. Like, you know, there's no way these 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 two divides are going to be able to coexist at all. So, um, yeah. It, we'll see. Be I mean, they, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, you know, somehow the, uh, like somehow the Lannisters and Baratheons kind of survive together, you know? So that was another one that was like, that was always a shaky kind of, um, alliance, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. but then also now Danny also has, uh, Sansa who betrayed her too, you know? So yeah, there's a lot of things that can kind of, uh, be play like, you know, play out or kind of like be brought up like in this next, uh, next part, you know? And I mean, 
even too, I mean, with Arya, you know, I kind of feel like Arya has now uh, added Danny to the list if she still has a list, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, I, I'm t- the list is null and void now. She didn't even complete the list. Technically, it's completed, you know, but um, no, well, she, <laughs> she really, yeah, she really doesn't know, though. I mean, she doesn't know that, like, you know, what Cersei's fate was at all. Um, right. She can only assume that, you know, the Hound finished the job, which it, it seems like she kind of trusted him. And that's the reason why she left, too, you know, was because she's like, all right. She's like, I think he has this. Which, man, him against the Queen's Guard, like the first four that came at him, you know, like, I'm telling you, like, those, I don't know, I'm kind of glad that the people that they focus on are the ones that are I'm not super powered, you know, but who are, like, more seasoned or, like, you know, the more veteran. Because, yeah. like, I feel like if we followed around any one of those other Queen's Guards, like, it, that'd be the most boring living ever. So, <laughs> it's like true. where did you get these knights it's like for real <laughs> one guy was able to take four of them it's like I don't know <laughs> this is supposed to be your guard like these you know that's like yeah that, that that's terrible come on <laughs> well that's what happens those when you like Lannister, and pick them you know <laughs> those Lannister soldiers laying down their swords had me cracking up, <laughs> especially right after the line of it's like the Lannister army will fight to the very last man right. it's like nope throw it down <laughs> we're done and Ring talk about useless the golden company <laughs> oh just my gosh absolutely loose, useless like for them to go through all that and then the, the, the next you know the next level behind them just lays them down uh yep. It's like, uh, okay, they just blew up the gate and like the middle row of us, and then the other two just scatter to the side. Like later, it's like let's just let everybody in. But <laughs> oh no, Jon Snow and and his people are coming. No, we're good. Okay. Yeah, I mean, really, they are cell swords too. So I mean, it makes sense, you know, to be like, <laughs> you know what? No, we're not gonna win this. It's like, why don't we just move on to the next one? <laughs> it's like, who else needs who else needs the service of us? Man, so speaking of laying it down and being terrible and crappy, um, there was a cameo in, yeah. um, in, <laughs> well, too. Um, so um, it was the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers, A.A. Ron. Um, the really awesome thing about it, though, was um, so, so I wasn't sure where it was at because I didn't really catch it, uh, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's literally because the cameo is legit, like what, like maybe three seconds, maybe if that. Yeah. yeah. So basically, he's he's running when you know uh, when Danny's on the, on the dragon, just tearing stuff up, and um, he he ducks into the alley, but like the fire, you know, follows him in the alley, and he gets like just like burn up. So that was awesome. That was really cool. So I, <laughs> so I thought I saw him like a picture of him being like one of like the Lannister archers. See, like I up saw on that top of the wall too, and he was like third in. I thought that too for, but it it kind of you know it, it that's sort of a maybe like it wasn't like a definite mm. like this one that I saw like it was like oh yeah for sure like that makes sense. There's a cameo right there. 
Um, but oh, I wouldn't man, be surprised. Right. I mean, obviously, if he, you know he got placed in, you know, I mean, they, they needed so many people for, you know, those those sh- those shots and stuff. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And they did miss a coffee cup in the last episode. So having the same extra in two scenes wouldn't be too <laughs> surprising for. <laughs> it's like wow, right. it's like there's they're twins. <laughs> One's just fighting on the ground, and the other's an archer. So, <laughs> oh, oh man. man. So yeah, I mean, just kind of like looking through my notes here. Um, that sort of really in a roundabout way, outside of just you know, do we need to discuss uh, uh Danny and her mental state? This, I guess, in this episode because oh, it's just obvious, you know, <laughs> like she looked yeah. bad. When, uh, you know, when she wasn't eating, you know, various, you know, talking to the, to the little kid and like, she's still not eating and, you know, you, you check in in her chambers and stuff and she just looks mad, <laughs> like, like not angry. She just looks like, like crazy. <laughs> mm. uh, she just got that look in her eye and, uh, and man talking about like, you know, like everything that, that that Tyrion and Varys have been saying is, is that, you know, you don't go into a kingdom and just, you know, kill everybody that you're trying to take over. And like, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as the bells started ringing, that was it. It was over with. I, I was like, I remember well when I was watching it, I mean, my mouth literally was just like, I mean, I was stuck. Like it mm-hmm. was, it was, um, I, I don't know. It was, uh, I didn't, <laughs> It just it was just like man, like you seen all the devastation. Like I, I felt like it's funny. Okay, so number one, it's not like Winterfell. You guys, I don't know if you guys know this, but Winterfell isn't real. Also, King's Landing isn't real. Um, <laughs> I feel like the millions of dollars it would take to rebuild Winterfell, like you like quadruple that, and that's mm-hmm. what you're looking at for the build of foot King's Landing, dude. So much like the way how the way how they were able to to portray the devastation. Uh, and King's Landing was so was amazing. Even even some mm-hmm. of the shots um, from Cersei's point of view. Yes, when um, Danny's just riding the dragon in the distance, and she's just going down and taking out, you know, and and you can it's a distance away. So, but even in those shots, it was it was pretty, I think, epic and and. Mm-hmm. and um, and a big deal because she was pretty relentless, and, but and that goes along with the whole, you know, Arya. This episode was very uncharacteristic of Arya. This episode was very uncharacteristic of Dini because she's mm-hmm. not. She's been so anti this way um, up until last night. Like I really that that I thought that was a little out of character to her. Just but but. Um, I can forgive hers probably a little bit more than I can Arya's because of knowing that there is that Targaryen madness gene in her and knowing that, you know, she could very well step into the role of the Mad Queen that, you know, Mm -hmm. just knowing those things, you know, it is a little, you know, all she's been needing is a breaking point anyway. And um, so I, I guess I'm a little bit more forgiving uh, with Danny's uncharacteristic moves than I am with <laughs> Arya's, but um, but the, but back to what I was saying though, the 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 sheer devastation was a little. That was a lot. That was a lot to take in. I was like, whoa, she's just 
Yeah. Just killing the whole whole town, the whole part of the countryside. She is just massacring. <laughs> well, and uh, so, I mean, when the whole Battle of Winterfell happened and when they, was it the one, uh, basically like one part of the wall was just destroyed, you know, to like let, like let in like masses of the undead. Like, I remember kind of thinking, I was like, man, I was like, if I'm the one person who has to, like, repair that wall, just kind of, like, <laughs> look at it and be like, nope. It's like you're looking at, like, 40-foot castle wall of bricks, and now you're going to have to, like, that's one of those things where you almost have to take it down, too, you know, to just redo the bricks that are there. Unless, I, how are you going to match that up? You cannot match up, like, oh, this little piece goes here and then put it. <laughs> So then but now, that- when you see the devastation of King's Landing, it's like, oh, nope. It's like, this town is done. It's like, we'll just move <laughs> on to the next. It's like, whatever. Where, where is it um, that you go to live when you have Grayscale? Oh, man, I do not remember that. Um, let me see here. But I feel like... In the way that Danny maybe has done this, though, King's Landing may become like the new that. Like there was so oh. much, there was so much, you know, like with the whole Baratheons and the Lannisters just making a mockery, if you will, of the throne that no one should really sit in King's Landing again on the throne, maybe. And and it could, so maybe, maybe, like I think there was, there had to be some sort of intent, maybe. But that's what I feel like also, too, is that, you know, maybe in her mindset, she just kept looking at King's Landing and was like, now, you guys, let's just wipe her off the map. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) F the Iron Throne, man. Forget this. Like, we're just we're just taking it all down. It looks like it says that they're exiled from society to live in ruined cities in Essos, such as Old Valeria. Yeah. There's another one too. I can't think of what it is, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's but that's what I'm saying. Like it, you know, like King's Landing is going to be the new ruins of the new world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the ruins of the old world. We got you know. Well, yeah, well, and that very well could be too. Then you know, because yeah, I mean, uh, it looks like uh, what was it here? Yeah, Dragonstone was the original home of the Targaryens. Is I what told I told y'all. I told y'all, and she seems to be mighty comfortable at Dragonstone, too. Yep. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. Maybe they are going to be moving over there. Um, I'm sure that everyone from King's Landing isn't going to be going there. And I wonder if they're even going to use it still. Even if, even if she hadn't, you know, went in with pure devastation on King's Landing, could she have felt comfortable sitting in that throne? with all of those people i you know what i mean like mm-hmm. maybe you know maybe she didn't feel comfortable about it and just kind of decided you know because to me i i don't know she seems to be very comfortable at dragonstone yeah very so true. i mean that's yeah that's very possible that they might just be moving over there um so i would think that and i mean i think the iron throne was forged by her family though uh, it wasn't was. the Targaryens that so so I mean I I can see her bringing that with you know but um yeah. I don't know well yeah I mean it'll be interesting to see what they say but uh it 
it looked like she was emerging like almost victorious. It looked like it was at uh, King's Landing to me, you know, but I think we'll have to see what uh, goes on in this uh, next episode here because they really didn't give us much to kind of look at. So um, I don't know. Well, man, it's going to be exciting like to kind of it's gonna be cool to see how it wraps up, you know, and I don't know. <laughs> I agree. No, it's um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's gonna definitely be interesting. Um, that there's there's been a lot of downs, and I'm I feel like I'm sort of trending. Me personally, I feel like I'm trending up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, after this last episode, I mean, I'm happy. Um, I I just uh, I just don't see how they could let 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 a fan base down. Honestly, I mean. I don't know, man. I mean, they've had <laughs> plenty of time. Um, it's well, just, it's one of those things where they had said that you're gonna like you're you're gonna be you're not gonna be completely happy with the ending, but you're gonna be happy with right. the ending, you know? Right. So, I mean, I don't know how to take that yet because there's so many ways that they could take that, you know, um, or that they could even try and deliver that. Can so, can can we still put on the record that my dark horse is in the game? He is, and technically he's the <laughs> technically he's the, was it the Lord of uh of High Garden? So you know, let's, like let's as soon as he gets out of hiding, let's <laughs> just put put it out there that my guy, my last one standing, Blindside is still in the running. So no, I haven't even checked good. the record yet. I haven't even checked the fantasy yet. Well, I was I was just gonna say we actually have it up actually right now. Um, there definitely has been some movement in the leaderboard. Um, our resident uh, Game of Thrones expert actually right now is sitting atop the leaderboard in the uh, the Game of Thrones <laughs> fantasy beyond the cube league. Um, we um, so yeah so. Um, she is first place um, with quite a few points, a lot. Mm-hmm. Then we have um, Aaron Gonzalez uh, coming up in second place. Oh, he is close too, man. Close. Yeah, those numbers really, are really close super close. Yes, and then uh, then third we have Tyler Carell. Um, oh man, and then you can go all the way to last with me, man. <laughs> Can you? Vince is coming in hot with sixty nine points. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah, you might as well just cut those other three numbers off because it doesn't matter. Man, I I'm even looking at my numbers and it's like the Night King. Yeah, that was not that was a pretty big failure there. <laughs> and I, I know I'm already going to get negative points now too. Oh look, Varus is dead. The Hound is dead. Uh, the Dothraki horde was already wiped out. Army of the Dead, yeah, dead. Uh, <laughs> oh, and Davos, he, or Davos, he's gonna die. Uh, Jorah dead. D- Dario Naharis has not even shown up on a single episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my fantasy is not going so well with this. Oh man. Mm. So I'm gonna have fun with it though. Whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh Daenerys Targaryen last episode got 131,000 alone 
that's like 70,000 more than I t- have total right now. <laughs> Jeez. That's crazy. And I also lost and as a uh, as a um an additional thing here, I also lost in fantasy league to Bob for our baseball <laughs> one. So yeah. <laughs> that was you know what? That was my that was my first win of the season. Um I feel like maybe the last day you might have kind of uh <laughs> sailed it in, but it's it's definitely appreciated. Thanks for getting me on the board, man. Um because uh hey. I, I tried. I, I every day I was like, start everyone who's healthy. Every day I did that, and so I mean, uh, I don't have those choices in this in the Game of Thrones fantasy league. So right. that's awesome. Uh, but <laughs> I'd love to swap a few players right now. <laughs> but oh, no, it's man. it's fun. So, um, all right, but uh. What do we got coming up for the next? Okay, so this next episode here. What? I guess what uh, are we looking for? One, right? Yeah, the, the last very one. last one. Yep. I. What are I we looking feel for? Like I get so bent out of shape sometimes with, with series finales, and I I feel it coming. It's just gonna be showish, <laughs> and okay, but also. We didn't see Sansa any this this episode, did we? Nope. Nope. So she's up in uh, Winterfell. Uh, I don't know what's going to be happening. So, I don't know. Like, I still feel like it's a big question of who's going to be on the Iron Throne. Is it going to be Jon or Danny? You know? Well, I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot of questions. Who's going to sit in Winterfell? that's true yeah you know like yeah yeah i've got a lot of questions that i need answers and i think that's what i'm freaking out about is i i feel like not all of my questions are gonna get answered and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be so mad it's gonna cause it i've i'm gonna have to pronounce it with an extra syllable that's how mad i'm gonna be i'm gonna be mad I'm gonna be so mad, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So what's gonna happen? I think um, for sure. I mean, it's j- it's gonna come down to Johnny, 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 oh Johnny, oh Johnny Snow. No, but it's gonna come down to Danny and John, and uh, I think that's gonna come to a head. Um. Yeah, it'll be uh, some some intrigue in in that one, you know. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, man, like, because right now Danny is definitely in control. So Danny and, uh, Dan- Danny and Tyrion are probably mm-hmm. going to come to a head first, and then yeah. John and Danny. Um, Davos is going to fall right into whatever wherever John's going. Um, and then they're all going to get into a fight and Bron's going to be at the end with his feet kicked <laughs> out back, watching them all kill each other. And the last one standing, he's just going to cut through with the crossbow that Cersei gave him. Yeah. And he'll be the last man standing. That's what's going to happen next episode. You heard it first right here. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like Arya is going to have to, um, was like Arya is gonna have to be in play if Danny's gonna be taken down, you know. But 
I feel like, man, yeah, Tyrion and Davos, I kind of feel like they are definitely going to be gone. Like, they're going to be the first to fall. And then I think Danny might give John one more chance, you know, to kind of like fall in line. But uh, she already knows that he couldn't keep the secret. So we're going to have to see how that plays out, too. Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm I don't know. I'm I'm almost feeling like as much as I want John to be sitting on the Iron Throne, like I feel like it's going to be Danny who's going to end up being uh, on top of this at the end. But we'll see. We will have to see. And then, I mean, then, of course, you still have Sansa, which it's like, okay, how is Danny going to tie up that loose end? Which I don't know if she's going to be able to, you know, like she's just going to have to coexist. Maybe Sansa's going to be coming in hot on the low. And like, you know, she's going to pull a slick ninja Arya move and, <laughs> and just save everybody the time and trouble and take dating out. <laughs> and it's all going to be said and done with. There's 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 ending too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't know. I'm going to be very. I'm going to be very disappointed if if it all. Because, yeah, where does Sansa lay in it? Yeah, I see so many questions in so little time. Mm. What? How long is next week's episode? An hour and a half. So we'll see if they have enough time to kind of uh, wrap everything up that we're looking for. So if... I mean... And that's the thing is the if... Stark, if the, the Starks take everyone out and it's just them as it started with them and ends with them. Yeah, and I mean, I'm kind of surprised that uh, that Danny didn't give, um, really didn't give Sansa the whole, you know, it's like, well, it's like if you're going to have a king in the north or a queen in the north, you know, so be it. Like, I'm kind of surprised that she didn't just give that, you know, to, to them. Yeah. Well, well what I was going to say a minute ago, too, was, is, you know, when Sansa and Danny did have that heart to heart, you know, Sansa did mention that, you know, when men are in love, they do stupid things. So I feel like Sansa kind of just already has it in her mind that she's got to be the one to take charge of the situation, too. So that's mm-hmm. where I was coming, coming up with maybe Sansa's going to play into it a little bit more. Yeah. And I guess, what was it? And I don't know, man. Like, especially since like John's kind of just been shunning Danny, you know, it's like you can definitely see that there's that shift in there too, where it's like if this had happened before they were up at Winterfell, she probably would not have brought all her forces up there, you know, to like defend Winterfell. She might have been like, nope, you know, we're going to take take uh, King's Landing. And if Winterfell is still alive after that, then maybe we'll go back up there, you know? So uh, it's definitely a, a shift in even her, like the way that she sees John and everything too. So I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting this last episode here. How about you, Bob? What you got for this last one? Man, so um, I, I kind of think that if it's, if, you know, with this being the last one, you know, I feel like the majority of the characters that are remaining are are, are Starks. <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go out and say that uh, 
<clears throat> that Danny gets taken care of quick and easy in the first or in this in this next episode. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, and say it's Arya that does it. Um, and <clears throat> then we also find out that Cersei and Jamie make it through. Um, mm-hmm. Tyrion, Tyrion ends up with them somehow. And you have the Starks against the Lannisters. And you kind of have like some sort of fight like that or whatever is, is how I think it's going to go. And, you know, Starks ultimately wins. So um, that's I think we're going to get like the family feud kind of type thing. It's it's going to be like, mm. but my family feud is going to be Starks versus Lannister. So um, and that's John, John might actually forgive like Cersei, too, though, you know, like she might actually forgive, or he might actually forgive like uh, her and Jamie. I don't know. It's it's one of those things that's going to be kind of tough to see, you know, because especially when he had uh, Eddard Stark's like upbringing, you know, right. And so it's like he's one of those where it's like, you know, like this must be done kind of thing. And I mean, you can even see it where that could have been a turning point too, you know, where he had to stab his own man, you know, uh, in last night's episode. Like, maybe that's kind of where he's going to look at Jamie and Cersei a little more sympathetic, you know, and be like, well, it's like you kind of do what you have to do sometimes. No, no. Like when they're alive, like when they're, you know, when they're, yeah, when they're like, when they're like, oh, we're going to return to, uh, what was it, Castle Rock, you know, I think he might be, I don't know. I think he he might be okay with that. Danny, definitely not. So that's another one that hinges on who's going to be on the Iron Throne. Very true. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, I feel like we covered a lot already. <laughs> yep. Like, yep, yep. and um, yeah, for a lot that happened, it's like it seems like I don't know. We did have a uh, yeah. There's so many different plot points in this one, and a lot of stuff was being wrapped up. Uh, with Varys, with the whole Varys thing, uh, I'm kind of sad to see the Master of Whispers be gone. Uh, we're gonna have to see if uh, someone else rises to the occasion on that one too. You know, I sure. don't. I feel like the small council is going to be very small for Danny because <laughs> she'll have Grey Worm, and that's about it. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. Maybe have a Dothraki, uh, Dothraki howler like on the board too, maybe. <laughs> but I don't know what kind of input that would, <laughs> what that would get you. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, you know I, mean, I, got, I feel like I feel like I gotta say that I'm I'm really surprised that Davos has lasted this long, honestly. Um, yeah, just, just thinking in some of the situations and some of the battles that in dire positions he's he's been in. Um, man, he's still standing. And he's, you know, he's and he's on, he's uh, on John S- uh, Snow's side too. Um, it's uh, seems to be a little bit crazy to me. And Tyrion's side too, man. That was like, you know, when it's like, hey, it's like uh, you're supposed to be the the best smuggler out there, right? It's like you think you get me a boat. There's no way that like Davos didn't question who or what it was for, you know. So. Yeah. I mean, having Davos kind of uh, go ahead and, you know, get that for him, you know, it was, I don't know, that was a little weird, I thought, too, you know. 
but mm-hmm. you can kind of see the how the lines have been kind of crossed or not how yeah basically like where the lines are drawn you know so and um yeah it'll i'm i'm honestly like before like now i was kind of like i don't even want to read the books you know because i was like oh if this is gonna how it's if this is how it's gonna end you know i'm like well then i don't even care but (laughs) knowing knowing all the stuff that's going on still in the books that hasn't been answered uh through the show and knowing how long it's kind of taken him to kind of like piece everything together you know for the next two books like i'm actually like you know what i'm like i'm definitely gonna devote myself to the next two you know whenever those are done um hopefully ever i don't know but (laughs) uh no so we'll see and i'm i'm really looking forward to like because again it's like the character of uh Tyrion has kind of since the books have been not usable as source material you know like i feel like Tyrion has lost a step you know like he honestly was one of the most clever people like in Westeros you know and well actually wherever he went and now without that whole the book supporting him it's kind of like oh it's like well let's see how we can ruin his life today and <laughs> that's that's how every episode has seemed to me <laughs> yeah but um and then the same thing with uh with Jamie it's like so i don't know i guess you have to even look at too with um with how the showrunners with what house do they kind of uh like align themselves with and i'm guessing that's where like the story kind of came from you know is it's like well it only makes sense that you know jamie would go back to her when it's like well it's like does it really because he's already shunned her a few times now you know and to have her like what was i know in one of the books like uh cersei had basically like you know ordered him and told him it's like you need to come back to king's landing now and I think this was the, what was it, the siege? Oh, what was it? I think it was at, mm, the only thing I remember was with it, it, was, it involved like a, a blackfish, like wherever he was. Like, and he was like holed up in a castle with like a bunch of his men. And then the Lannister army was outside. And like, Cersei's like, you need to get back here now. And he just disregarded the note. He's like, no, he's like, I'm busy and I'm done with that. He's like, I don't have any more time for it, you know? So, and that's the thing is like, he was going on his own path. It's like, so kind of seeing him come back this time, it was, I don't know. Again, it was like, a, it was weird. It was a little off character for me, but um, I don't know. We're going to have to see how. We're going to see how what they do after they uh, get out of the catacombs there next week. You know, see how Very true. <laughs> because honestly, you know, he's it's I mean, really, if you kind of think about it, Jamie's on borrowed time right now anyways, because I mean, dude got cut up twice. Um, both oh, yeah. Both sides. So, I mean, he's he's bleeding. <laughs> he's bleeding out right now. Um, yep. So, you know, I guess that's another thing to kind of consider as well, too, if if they did escape, which. I kind of feel like they did, but yep, the same. So, all right. Well, uh, 
next week. Um, do you think we're going to do a reaction show again too, or no? I think we'll be crying. I think I'll be crying. Yeah, it's going to be this series yeah. finale. Not only this season, yeah. the series finale. So yeah. I, I feel like I'm. I feel like I should probably already like go into work late on Monday because I'm going to have a hard time <laughs> Sunday night. It should be a holiday. Monday, Monday should be a I was, holiday. I was gonna say, wait, what? Which one is Memorial Day? Because that's coming up too. Is oh, that next true. week? No, it's the next. Uh, oh, right. it's not next week, Monday. Oh man, that HBO marketing did not work well enough. You know, <laughs> they've been they able to do give us enough. Right. What happens? If I know, right? And, what happens if they just make you know the next the day after you know Game of Thrones season finale like Memorial Day? They were like, no, we, we, you guys thought it was this day. Now nah, we're going to move it to this day where everybody's off. <laughs> Memorial Day. It's like, remember the North? Remember King's Landing? <laughs> remember the <laughs> Lannister? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. It'll be <laughs> Westeros Day. <laughs> Westeros Memorial Day. <laughs> Man, dude, HBO marketing. If they picked up and found the subscription for Beyond the Cube on Spotify or iTunes or even now on radio.com, uh, mm-hmm. man, you know, they could be taking these these ideas to the bank, man. Cut I us know, some- right. Man, and if uh, so, honestly, if they have any suggestions that they'd love to add to, they can go and uh, subscribe to our uh, Patreon, uh, <laughs> patreon.com slash beyond the cube. And I mean, for any for any money, we will take them totally serious, and they will, <laughs> and they'll get a T-shirt out of it too. So I think it's a win-win for HBO. But um, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, they can find us at our website at beyondthecubepodcast.com. Uh, can find us on our Gmail, or they can email us at over at our Gmail, beyondthecubepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, they can go ahead and follow us too at on Twitter at Beyond the Cube One, or if they want, they can just drop a line too on Facebook, facebook.com slash Beyond the Cube Podcast. So if uh, HBO wants to try and uh, turn us against each other, how are they going to reach us uh, individually here, Bob? Well, probably the director of marketing would look up Vince at Kindros at Twitter. And he definitely noticed that uh, he's been posting a lot about like writing and stuff and authors as well, supporting everybody. That's really, really awesome. Um, or, he, um, you know, maybe um, the lead designer or somebody would possibly look me up on Twitter at Bobo underscore 815, uh, where they would find various Cub tweets and Beyond the Cube tweets. Um, or they, uh, if they really wanted to see some of my work, they would probably look me up on Facebook as well. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Bob Marufo designer. Um, yeah, that URL guys, help me out with that. You send, send oh man, email. help me, help me out. Future, with that. future HBO exec. That's a new, no. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that. <laughs> i hope it's available (laughs) so anyways um yeah all right uh man uh so we got our next episode i don't know what we're doing for our next episode well we're we have a few ideas in the making here 
Um, and one being an anniversary show, not our anniversary, but one of our coworkers' anniversaries. Uh, also, there is a real life ghost adventure ghost adventure show that we possibly yes. have coming up too with a couple of guests. So uh, now stay tuned. Uh, we'll go ahead and announce that as soon as we finalize uh, finalize it all here. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. Very true. Sounds good. Once again, we appreciate all the listens. Um, Greg, go ahead and get out of here. Josiah, want to hear that music. Okay, ready. What a time to be.